forgot all about this bit. Damn. fucking week to end oh my oh my
the creme de la creme, the chat de la chat. Ready? You have the camera drawing? I'm straight with red. Twin. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. You stupid. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Shut up, bitch! We need to build a wall. Jersey, Judah. <clears throat> it's a Thursday evening, 634, a little late, but like I said before, I'm not going to do anything too major, although I could, we might, I don't know yet. Problem is, well, it's not really an issue. Um, shout out to DJ Academics. I'm going to most likely go over his stream before ending the episode. I was checking out his stream like not even an hour ago, right? Because I'm at work. I'm on break. I'm black. I take my breaks. You know what I mean? I actually didn't take a break at five today because I wanted to be over top of everything, which was actually a good idea. Um, so now I have time and only have one, two, three, four, four things to do when I'm done with this episode, and then I can finish my eight and hit the gate, but yo, man, it's almost the end of the week, so I gotta say it, Jersey, Judah, and I'm back! Another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm going to call this one. This is a crash out uh, Coliseum exclusive, by the way. Hold up. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. This is Demolition Thursday. How about that? Ladies and gentlemen, Demolition Thursday here at the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Are also known as the Triple C. If y'all want to call me the Triple C, I'll take that too. The Crimson Capsule Chapel, the Crash Out Coliseum. What, why do my Why am I calling this episode the Crash Out Coliseum? Well, number one, <coughs> I already mentioned the fact that we're going through ACK after I go through this clip here, this 14 minute and 57 second long clip called. Orlando Brown is not crazy, exposes industry, speaks on Hollywood and all this other type of madness. And I think it says speaks on Jay-Z. It's a long title. Um, it doesn't display the whole title. It is what it is. Y'all should already know. Back with the crash out Coliseum, man. And this is the conspiracist or the conspiracist. What the is the is a conspiracist a thing? 
Is that a word? Conspiracies? But the conspiracy theorist edition here of the Crash Out Coliseum. Orlando Brown, from what I can remember, um, he was major as a childhood, a child celebrity. And some of those poor souls are the worst because they were essentially initiated early on and they were pretty much sold into the industry in a lot of ways um, by the parents. So it's a very messy game. And it appears to me that Orlando Brown may, in fact, be one of those childhood celebrities that were pretty much sold to the highest bidder, you know, by the family members who've seen dollar signs. Um, this is a case that happens a lot. I mentioned Drew, uh, Drew Barrymore, uh, Gary Coleman, um, Corey Feldman, uh, Bow Wow to an extent, Little Romeo to an extent, um, and a few others. Um, look at the Olsen twins. Look at the Olsen twins. Look at them. I mean, it'll like a fucking mess. I used to watch Full House. Full House was actually located. One of the shows I used to watch growing up when I was in school, when I was going into like, when I was going to middle school, I used to watch Full House. I used to watch Saved by the Bell. And then when I got into eighth grade, I started watching Maury and Jerry Springer. And my brain's been fucked up ever since. Um, so the point I'm trying to make with Orlando Brown is I think he's one of those because he, if you guys don't know him, he's on, um, he was on That's So Raven. He was also in Major Pain, which was a funny movie, and a couple of other films as a child. Um, as he became a teen, older teen, he started working on, with Disney with That's So Raven, and you know how Disney is. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of things to talk about, man. Um, before we jump into that, <clears throat> I, I was I was going to just save this. For later on, but I wasn't sure if I was going to find the exact clip of act where he says it. But when you think about it, like when you're a rapper, right? When you're a rapper or you're like a very prominent celebrity, people know you, right? So when you go, please, when you go places, people look at you and they're like, holy shit, right? You need security. Rappers have this thing where I don't need security. Like Pooh Shicey said it. I don't walk with security while I'm in the club. You know, I got niggas with the snub. We get it back in blood. Where is he at now? He locked up. He gone. Typical. When you go places and you're at a point, why not have security? And why be the rich guy who's willing to crash out? Why be the rich guy <clears throat> who's willing to flush your career down the toilet over some bullshit that if you had a security guard with you, he probably could have better handled the situation without any confrontation. Niggas make money and they try to live that street shit. It, the more money I'm making, the more further away I'm getting from the streets, my nigga. That's just a, that's a, that's a fact. The more money I'm making, the more, the more further I plan on getting away from the current environment. Not that I live in the hood, but I don't, you know, I'm not really privy in my area. I don't like my area. I don't like the people in my area. I like the state of myself. So if I ever get to a point or a motherfucker ever get to a celebrity status, you damn right I'm having security. And I don't want to, I want to 
interact with these people, but I don't want to be close friends with these people because I want these people to still be able to do their job. Um, security guards, security are the designated crash test dummies for celebrities. I want y'all to remember this. Remember what I said. Security are the designated crash test dummies for celebs. The reason I'm saying this is because you got Gene Dale talking about Puff. You got this new guy who was the head of security uh, allegedly threatening Puff, uh, threatening Diddy, excuse me, for people that don't know. I'm using Puff Daddy from fucking the 90s. So a lot of y'all were born in the 90s, don't know who the fuck Puff Daddy is. P. Diddy, guys. Um, one of the heads of security is pretty much uh, teasing the idea of telling it all, right? Gene Deal, the security guard, was only a security guard during the Ken Porter time period and after Biggie, if I'm not mistaken. This security guard, I believe, is more recent. This security guard alleged, he allegedly prevented Diddy from laying hands on Cassidy in which he talks about. We might get to all that later, but I want y'all to remember that security are the designated crash test dummies because you could be a security guard. I mean, depending on what level you're on, you could be a security guard and not even know what you're secured. You're just being paid to do your job. And the people you are even protecting don't really mean nothing because they're the ones that's not paying you, but you need to protect them in order to get your payment. So, and I love the way that uh, Act brought this up, Pauls, because he brought it up in two different scenarios, right? If you're a rapper, if you're a street nigga and you're a rapper and you don't have security, nine times out of 10, you got hood niggas with you. The problem with having hood niggas with you is that they're not professional. Even at being a hood nigga, they're not professional hood niggas. They don't know when to turn things down a bit or when to turn things up. Niggas just react off of instinct. So if I'm a rapper, I got an entourage with me of hood niggas from my neighborhood and from places that I know, people I know. I'm not going to be better protected by those people. I'm going to be better protected by, you guessed it, professionals. Because <clears throat> they're trying to get home just like I'm trying to get home. And they ain't letting nobody make the situation difficult without them having to do something. A hood nigga's going to do something at an instinct just because a nigga looked at him funny. Now you got the whole squad throwing down because of one nigga and his wandering eye just eyeballing everybody, ice grilling everybody. So you have security with you. You you have you you're you're safe in a lot of ways with security, obviously. <clears throat> Second scenario. Like I said, you first have the hood niggas with you. Anything pops off, hood niggas are reacting off instinct. They're not handling things professional. You're gonna have niggas getting shot up in the club, you're gonna have a lot of weapons being put out in the club, and then you're gonna have to duck under a fucking uh, a table. Because you got hood niggas wanting to to play Cowboys and Indians in a nightclub. Niggas don't want to deal with that. So you're going to have security. Security are the hired designated crash test dummies. How many how many stories do you think? And I'm just asking, right? How many stories do y'all think uh, 
security of Diddy have? Of Diddy doing this, Diddy doing that, Diddy wilding out, punching, just popping on a nigga, and then security got to mop the guy who who hits him back. Like, like, just imagine how many stories. You know what I mean? But they are the paid designated crash test dummies, and I'm not taking nothing from them. But if you think about it, they're the ones. Oh, I needed some of this herbal tea. Hold on. They're the ones <clears throat> that's really going to crash out. and But they're professionally crashing out, if that makes sense. <clears throat> Nigga comes up to you, and he's reaching for his waist, and it looks like he's pulling out a gun. The security is going to knock him the fuck out. That's security. You know what I mean? Oh, he was just pulling out a phone. Nigga, not like how he was pulling the shit out. That's security. A hood nigga is going to probably be too busy looking at you and mad about you getting the attention that you're getting and not seeing a nigga coming up behind you. Or in most cases, dealing with hood niggas, dealing with niggas that you know, it always be. And I want y'all to think about this, people. I want y'all to think about this family. It's always the people that you know being the ones to get jealous and being the ones to set you up. Remember that. Remember that. But we're going to get into the whole security thing. I only brought that up now because after we go through this clip, we're going to start going over the academics uh, stream from like yesterday, I think. Or last night. Probably yesterday. Because from what I remember, the shit he had was like five fucking hours. Yeah, like I think it was a four hour and 30 minute stream. And I, I myself was only an hour and 24 minutes in. So we're going to catch up with that as well. But without further ado, man, we're going to jump right into the nonsense, the foolery, um, the foolishness, uh, the fuckery, the chicanery. All right. The treachery. All right. It's Demolition Thursday. Orlando Brown, take it away. Bars. I'm black. I'm truly, truly apologetic to um, any any fans that I've, I've let down or anything like that. But just I want you guys to please, please start looking for more of, uh, uh, you know, a wider story. You know what I mean? Don't don't just be so one sided because, you know, uh, the media is quick to, to uh, bombard you with a plethora of stories <laughs> simultaneously right after they, they leave. Uh, 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 it just so happens to be my name. Uh, they leave off my name on a bad note and say they'll be right back but they never do come back do they you know that part so uh yeah. when it you know when it comes down to it just check check the facts and, and never never really believe uh, uh a lot of the shit that you hear out here real talk and, and, and uh unless it's coming from the horse's mouth and i'm i am that horse you know what I mean? yeah you want to talk about something? Talk about it. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I didn't listen, want to talk about it. We, we, we ain't sugarcoating to nobody out here. I didn't want to know why. I do know that I'm here to, to, to get people to see real shit. It's like I'm tired of my, my fans and everybody else, even you and you, looking at people. be like, we've been looking. Me too sometimes. I'll be looking at shit and I'll be like, man, ain't nobody going to say nothing? Well, I'm sick of that shit. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's real situations going on in the world today that people be really looking at and it bothers people. But don't nobody know how to say nothing to speak up. You know what I mean? It's like it's like watching a dog maul a cat and you ain't going to say shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people are <laughs> saying this this question. It's 
Do you think Orlando needs help? Do you need help getting some help? Yeah, I need help. I need, I need help fucking y'all up, each one of y'all. Each and every single last one of y'all. I swear to God, if y'all was on the block, I'd beat y'all up. I'd beat all of y'all ass. Oh, shit. You want to know why? Because I'm a young black man. Oh, and shit. everybody knows now that uh, 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 I'm saying it, I'm the first African-American, okay? Huh? Actor. Oh, okay. But it's all independent okay. record label, Young Star Entertainment. Right, that launched my career back up by myself after I told y'all what I was gonna do. Damn, twice. Damn. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm a genius. Stunning. Go ahead. And y'all gonna y'all gonna y'all, y'all gonna slip up and, and, and really lose one if y'all don't do something about it and let's push for Orlando Brown. You know what I'm saying? Because the simple fact that like like right now like you have to realize that that, that like people <clears throat> don't say they love people while they still here. Yeah. Mm. Don't don't get no fucking tattoo of me, bitch, on your titty when I when I. Whoa whoa. <clears throat> um, Orlando Brown reminds me a lot of Ray J, and I and, and people that don't know, I'm a fan of Ray J. I may not be a fan of his music, <clears throat> but after certain events, I come to terms that Ray J is in fact a real street nigga. He is in fact from a Pyru neighborhood. He's very vocal about that. Um, he is with the shit, all right? Don't let the R&B shit fool you. If I have one wish, don't let the piano plan fool you. He will heat a nigga up, all right? Like yesterday's morning's grits, man. Shit get popping in that microwave, man. Heat a nigga up like some old grits. Sticky grits. You ain't put no water in it. You ain't put water in it. You just put the grits in the microwave like a jackass. That's what happens. Niggas fucking with Ray J. Salute to Ray J, yo. Um, yeah, that's what that's who Orlando Brown reminds me of. Now, there's other clips. I hope there's clips of him just spazzing the fuck out because we're not going to act like this nigga wasn't spazzing the fuck out when he was doing interviews, all right? Hi. <laughs> Bitch. Now, he is right about Google lying. He's right about, you know, uh, 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 just, you know, radio lying. He's right about that. Like, that, like, I don't think he's crazy and I don't think I'm crazy. But, you know what I mean? It's, 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 at the same time, it's just like, come on, man. He's saying real shit. And they calling him crazy. And ain't nobody. That's what I'm talking about. People seeing the real and not saying shit. I mean, I'm just a nigga that, that, that looks at the options. I look at a whole bunch of options. Like, like don't, don't, don't tell me things and then I can't think myself. That's what, that's what America does. They, 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 they tell you something and then they expect you not to think. Right. And I'm only calling it how I see it. Nishan Hunter asks, what's up with you and DC Young Fly? I told you in the first interview. I mean, she gave me... Yeah, it's me. And I can be right? Shit, want MCP. Most crime. Look at my eyes, nigga! Now, do you see Kevin's eyes? You see that shit? Nigga, your shit like that naturally. Just naturally. Fuck you and Nick Cannon be sniffing on. Whoa. Or do you just sniff his dick to get a bigger whoa. check than the rest on the set, nigga? Whoa, 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 whoa. Now you know why this is Demolition Thursday. Oh, my God. Nigga, crash out. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. Nigga, crash out. Yo, that's sick. Yo, these niggas is tweaking. This nigga Orlando Brown is tweaking. Here we go. This is the spicy shit. This is what it's all about right here. Who? 
Uh, let's see. DC, yo. <laughs> you said it's a fly on the wall? Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Next next, next question. All right. I mean, I didn't oh, see the fly at all. Orlando, if you were the president, what would you do to help the country? Oh. Stop you from having computers. Mm. And stop you from having phones. Have you motherfuckers stop looking at your text messages and your motherfucking social medias? Damn, cook I'd up. I'd shut all that shit down. Cook I'd up. Quick. I'd shut it down. In, in, the, in the name of Jesus, I would shut it down. Y'all niggas would not be at one table, a whole family, and uh-huh. everybody looking down. And can't ain't nobody, they deserve dinner. You can't even Man. talk to your motherfucking son, ask him, well, how was school? Nigga. You know what's funny about this situation? My mom used to say the same shit. Now, every time she's at the dinner table, if I'm at the house, she's at the dinner table. She's on the phone. She's looking at something, listening to TD Jakes or some other shit. You know what I'm saying? So now it's the same with everybody. My pops, he got a, he got, he got fucking tablets and laptops and shit. He got all the technology and all that shit. So it ain't really like it's everybody now. Um, when you get. When I see a lot of my nieces and nephews, they got tablets, they got phones. They always they're they're they're, they're glued into something. So there is that loss of activity for a lot of these children coming up. And that's going to be the reason why a lot of them are going to be weak and pathetic. They're going to be wasteman, all right? Just really, they're going to be pathetic. They're not going to be able they're not used to falling, taking bumps, taking L's. They're not they're not used to scraping their elbow. They're not used to bleeding. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yo, seriously, man. We got to start toughening these kids up. Maybe martial arts. Maybe cage fighting. I don't know. Something. Because it's getting out of hand. You can't be a woman and stop fucking looking at your phone and stop looking at his phone. Your man that asked you because you ironed his fucking shirt. Now, what the fuck is going on? That's what I've been saying to my wife. She won't iron. You see what I'm saying? Let's talk some real shit. Because y'all got a fucking problem, not me. Now, if you want me to talk about America, I'll talk about America, nigga. And I'll talk about myself while I'm in this bitch. But don't come here and fucking insult nobody intelligence. Don't insult nobody intelligence, my nigga. Leave me the fuck alone, nigga. But that's kind of shit we all have. <laughs> this nigga bugging. Cooning. Cooned out. DJ Vlad interview, and I was just like, man, you could probably. Man, that nigga's amazing. Fuck him. He don't even want to pay me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Allegedly. He's allegedly a Mason. I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> now, I heard DJ Vlad being like a fad. Like, people talk about that. And even that's comical because you have to ask yourself the question, right? And look, this is why I have a problem with black culture, the way that people can describe black culture. I find black culture to be very hypocritical. Um, I find it to be very pretty much a, a lightweight it's becoming a tad bit homosexual it's becoming it's becoming wild um i want to bring up i want to point up something uh point out something that i that i listened to earlier as well before listening to the academic stream <clears throat> i was listening to uh minister jap salute the minister jap man church check-in church check-in salute the minister jap 
I was listening to uh, <clears throat> listening to one of his streams. Matter of fact, matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, it was one of his more recent ones. He was talking about Adam 22 allowing um, the tranny, the black tranny that that got caught up with uh, Changi allegedly that fucked up his career. Um, something star. Something star. But this man who identifies as a woman who's biologically a man went on Adam 22 show and got up and sat on um, Adam 22's lap. And it solidified a couple things. Number one, he really gets down like that. And I said this from the beginning. When every chance he gets, he mocks the word. He mocks God. He mocks the most high. The Most High is going to have no mercy on him. Um, he's doing a whole bunch of crazy activities, being wild, homosexual, as a hip hop. I don't even know would it would it still be considered? Is No Jumper still considered hip hop platform? Like, let's just be honest. I'm looking at when I think of hip hop platform, I'm thinking about academics. I'm thinking about Joe Button podcasts. I'm thinking about the Breakfast Club. I'm thinking about maybe a few others, and that's it, guys. That's it. Some of these niggas just don't make the cut. But you got Adam22. He willing to do some tranny chasing. He's willing to do some cuck activities, and he's willing to do it all for views. And he don't got he don't got a moral compass because he don't believe in the Most High. Therefore, there's no light in him. Any per, any person who has no light, and what I mean by no light, it's like no good, like no morals, no morals, no principle. And without, in my opinion, without a foundation and a belief in God and the most high, there is no such thing as, as, as fucking morality. Where do you get your morality from? Oh, well, my father was this and that, or my mother was this and that. Your mom and your father don't mean anything. That's the reality. And, I, and as a person who's who's trying to be more spiritual you'll understand that more and more however your family were growing up however your mother was however your father was growing up means nothing for you it only means something to you because they are connected to you by blood other than that what the fuck they do have nothing to do with you they may want you to be a doctor you may want to be a lawyer you see what i mean so when people try to live their life outside of their parents you know, you're going to be miserable. And then, you know, the parents are so fucking narcissistic and selfish. They'll try to, you know, create little, you know, goals for you, you know, as if you're not your own fucking body, your own fucking being. You see what I mean? But that's how certain people that care about you will try to control you that way. And you kind of have to learn. That's why, you know, in the teen years, you rebel, you become more rebellious. You may get in the you know, getting into trouble a little bit, but you learn throughout the, you know, the lessons of doing through that. And, you know, you have some, some character, you're a little rough around the edges, you know, the bitches is looking at you, you can ignore them, walk past them, go fuck themselves. That's what I do, these fucking bitches. Just saying, anyway, I'm black. <clears throat> you ain't never had so many niggas, you ain't never had a nigga on motherfucking have so many millions on your shit in life, pussy ass nigga. And when I see you, I'm gonna knock your ass out. Whoa. Drink, drink, Hey, hey, hey. You wanna know why? Oh, that was hot. Because you done made hella money off me, nigga. That's why. That was hot. Split that shit, nigga. If it- Who's getting paid? None of the motherfucking artists that sit on this couch. 
Mm. All he's doing is exploiting black motherfuckers and keeping them up. Um, I know for a fact that this is false. Let me explain. Because I'm not, it's not that I'm not a fan of DJ Vlad. I think a lot of, I think he has a lot of good interviews, but he's a platform guy. He's not, he's like, he shows his face every now and then, but he's not always in the videos. He's the guy responsible for Vlad TV. He has a platform that many people voluntarily come on. Very rarely does he reach out to people. And how do I know this? <clears throat> Flat an old head nigga, man. Like I said, remember I was talking about this maybe this morning or last night. I don't know. I'm high. I'm black. Um, you know these old school niggas that wore Timberlands? That they had Timberland boots on with the fucking denim shorts? Those type of niggas. You already know. They're throwing trash cans at your windshield. They chilling. They just, they just parlaying in front of your car for no reason. Just sitting in your car. Like niggas don't those that's Flad's generation, like the the Raekwons, the Ghostface, the Wu Tang, in a lot of ways, that's his era, right? And believe it or not, I believe that them those people respect Flad. A lot of the OGs in the game respect Flad because they all came across him on his platform, and for the most part, he showed nothing but respect. He's a natural when it comes to knowing about people and having an interview already set up. But at the same time, the questions being so outrageous that the person being interviewed is caught off guard because he's white and even worse, because he's a Jew. People want to be anti-Semitic about it and call him a fed and call him all this shit, call him the devil and all this stupid shit. People are dumb enough to self-incriminate themselves on a day-to-day basis. I just want y'all to realize this. We had rappers talking about doing the craziest shit, right? Hold up, hold up. Where's my crash out uh, Coliseum set up? Hold up, hold up. He's first guy in the streets, he came to me. He hustled, he sold drugs for me. I've seen him do it. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. How do we kill these black subhuman weeds? We pose as liberals, we buy off the black leadership. Cooning. You know, when you sit in my face and play like we, we be a man, nigga. Whoa, whoa. Be a man. You in whoa. America, and that's how I know your ass Illuminati, because you all for your fucking self, nigga. I asked you. Yo. <laughs> I gotta say, and I gotta be honest, right? When the entertainers... Like Kanye West, which Kanye West is not just a rapper. He's an entertainer, right? He's an entertainer. He's the hip-hop Michael Jordan. No, he's a hip-hop Michael Jackson, in my humble opinion. So with that being said, right? When these rappers start mentioning things like Illuminati and even Cat Williams, when he said it, I kind of just went, I kind of cringed on the inside. I'm saying like, yo, this is gone. It's too late. Now, these people are talking about it, which can be a front. They can be, it can be a cover up. All these niggas is probably behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Booty bandits, you know, booty bodman. 
fucking despicable, disgusting, basura, trifling. Nigga, I asked you was you a Mason, nigga. Whoa. You smelt it, huh? Yeah, nigga. Yeah, I'm here. Stop playing. All you niggas getting snitched out. I don't give a fuck. That's real. You need to break bread, my nigga. All these people like, I don't know, y'all can name some of them. You, they, they, he break, he break stealing from these young black men doing that shit. That's <laughs> 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 funny. Yeah, that's funny as hell, bro. He got the black people in the background. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> y'all niggas out of y'all fucking minds, man. I feel sorry for y'all. Because only ignorance... Only ignorance is a cause in the reaction or pretty much only ignorance is the result of this way of thinking realistically respectfully you know what i'm saying if we still talking about the white man holding the black man down you're gonna have to um you're gonna have to cross me off of that list of being there because i i really don't give a shit I'm black man, and fuck you, Vlad. That's for my mama. You want to kiss ass, my nigga, and play games? Like, nah, whoa, you want to know why I did the interview, you pussy ass nigga? Because I knew it would get me kind of places like here. That's why. And I told your ass twice. Now, twice you had the bitch ask me questions. Like, she wasn't fucking stupid and talking to me like I was incompetent. Which is why I chopped her ass up. Everybody <laughs> watching me, nigga. I'm like, Ali, I'm the greatest. I'm knocking these motherfuckers out, nigga. You got me fucked up. But you need to pay niggas for motherfucking, and you don't pay me. I know that. <laughs> You're not crazy. <laughs> You're gonna pay me, buddy. Straight the fuck up. Now, I got a two-year-old son, nigga, and Christmas coming up. I'll okay. beat your ass. Nigga. Oh, shit. Oh, Tell me I'm oh, crazy. Oh, shit. Okay. Nigga. No. Nigga, God. crash out. Hold up, hold up. This is what I'm talking about. Nigga, crash out. I'll crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't play with me like that, nigga. That's a nigga. That's a nigga. <laughs> yeah, I can't, bro. I can't. Hold up, hold up, hold up. That's a nigga. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. Cooning. Whole lot of cooning going along. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Whole lot of nigga shit, hold up. Nigga shit. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tweak real quick. Nigga. Nigga shit. You dig? Whole lot of coonery going on here. Whole lot of crashing out taking place. On this Demolition Thursday edition here. It's crazy. And he behind the camera, nigga. And you behind the camera so niggas don't... Nigga, you, and you know you, 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 hide from, you hide from the camera, nigga. You want to be behind the motherfucking camera like it's fucking cute, nigga. You know what's interesting, though? I didn't know... I didn't know DJ Academics was such a fan of, of Vlad, but then now looking at it, it makes perfect sense. And I'm not saying that as an insult because Vlad really be on top of his game when it comes to the people he interviews, man. I would have to put him on the list with Joe Rogan because doing podcasts and doing these type of things, I know a lot about the things going on within it, right? And more or less, I I rather I rather just zone the fuck out. Like now, like going forward, I'm trying to record just as much content as the content I'm listening to on a day to day basis. And the content that I listen to on a day to day basis can be six and a half to seven hours of content, whether that's podcasts, interviews, or shit like that. Um, a DJ academic stream. Um, I remember when I started working. I was listening to a lot of late, the late, great Kevin Samuels. I was listening to a lot of his shit and a lot of Kendra G's shit 
And I, I just remember listening to things like that. And then even with, um, I mentioned like a lot of old wrestlers or uh, like wrestling uh, managers and shit. They got podcasts when they talk about like wrestling and how wrestling was in the 80s. And they have a lot of good stories and shit. So I listen to a large variety of things, right? <clears throat> but that being said, um, the situation here, like, like, like I said, with Vlad, Vlad is on the level of Joe Rogan in terms of podcast, well, not podcasting, but in terms of interviews, right? Joe Rogan happens to be the runner up on both ends on podcasting and on interviews, okay? Like, his interviewing skills is up there. Um, he's like a lot of other guys who actually do research and know about the people that they're interviewing. It's not just like a, you know, a PR, or it's not just like a handler saying, hey, you can ask this person. I, I think somebody like Joe Rogan, and, and if I was Joe Rogan, I'd be the same way. I would be very picky about people I would I would have on and I think he was very he's very hesitant about getting Trump interviewing Trump because he doesn't want to lose his audience. And I get it. Even though slowly but surely his talking points are shifting more to the center right rather than center left. His audience is pretty much the center in itself, right? <clears throat> it's either people who are centered who are in the center by like politically what I mean, center, I mean, political, um, politically center and either shift left and right, but more so now with Trump's presence at a lot of the UFC events, um, Trump's presence in New York city, Trump's presence in Florida, wherever Trump goes, he pretty much has a group of Patriots behind him supporting him. Um, which says a lot because you look into presidents in the past, you didn't really have too many what you would consider patriotic uh, type of people. And I don't mean patriotic as in professional. I mean, as patriotic as Americans can get rowdy, disrespectful, out of pocket. You know, what I mean, cussing out reporters, you know, what I'm saying shout out to Donald Trump. We need Trump back in office as soon as possible. I stand on this. Stood on it 2020. I'm standing on it 2024. Vote for Trump. Niggas, niggas for Trump. You already heard the videos I was bringing up. The fucking founder of Black Lives Matter in fucking Rhode Island supports Trump. Then any black man can support Trump at this point. Like nobody can. You can't even think you hear that fucking Armenian ass face nigga with that deep ass barrier. Nigga, I didn't even know who you was. I swear to God, everybody. I sat in the goddamn, I sat in the interview. I swear to God. I sat in the interview. Demon. Didn't I? I sat in the interview and I swear to God, I said, yeah, man. So, uh, like, you know, where, where's your boy? He said, who? I said, black. He said, I'm right here, man. Nigga, I don't know you. <laughs> I am Orlando motherfucking Brown, nigga. I don't know you. I have a passion to keep Coda. doing this shit. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I'm cool focused. Lords. I'm driven. I'm, I'm with it. I love it. I love doing it. What you must understand is, you know, um, when you do sell your soul, whoa, you are allowed to live forever. Whoa, 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 brother, brother, what is going on, my guy? 
brother. Yo, this nigga's bugging. This this is what I'm talking about. Demolition Thursday. Crash out Coliseum. I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't yeah. play with me like that, nigga. Mm. And these people that are called youngins, rookies, new booties. Whoa. I was. New booties. No idea that these people. This nigga said new booties. Stop it. Stop it, Doug. Yo, stop it. Yo, stop it. Yo, tweaking. They will pray, haunt, kidnap, anything to stay on top. This is their world. They have nothing but time is what they believe. Now, who are we talking about? We're talking about everyone that's supposed to be dead. Like, it's, it's a... There is in the world, industry. In the industry, okay. You know when you when you know when you walk around with the with the with the fake face and sh- you know. Whoa! What the fuck is this nigga talking about? Fake faces. This nigga's talking about skin crawlers. We're talking about backroom entities. We're talking about sci-fi shit. We're talking about Face Off. You remember the movie Face Off, guys? What the fuck? This I'm telling, yo. This nigga's tweaking. I don't know why they let this nigga on, on camera. He's a bug out. And this is a perfect example of a crash out. This man is a crash out. He's a human crash out. And I'm not judging the man, but I'm saying he's crashing out. Now, was this a situation <clears throat> in which many childhood celebrities have these sort of breakdowns because when they look back, I guess they get a chance with a developed mind to realize how broken in they were when it comes to the game and when it comes to the business. And it's fucked up to say it like that, but that's that's kind of how it's going. Y'all know about uh, Shirley Temple. Right? You know Shirley Temple. If you guys know about the story of her, then you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay, we talking about some John Benet Ramsey type shit. A lot of spooky, disgusting, despicable, devilish activities. Excuse me, devilish activities from these degenerates, all right? These high-class degenerates. And throughout history, we should all know on a socioeconomic or socio-social hierarchy, the people who are at the top are always the people, in, in a lot of ways, who are wicked, evil, and perverse individuals. We know this. Some of the most gruesome things within humanity, including slavery, comes from this this structure. Now, follow me. I'm about to break it down. The African rulers and the African kings looked at other Africans who didn't have the things that they had as peasants. And some people were so low in the hierarchy, um, in, in the spectrum, that they're at the bottom where they're the ones that were sold into the slavery trade by the Arabs and the Europeans, okay? These are the Africans that sold out other Africans for you pro-blacks out there, right? You big-time red, black, and green niggas that say that the white mans want to bring back slavery. You niggas were the ones, just like in history, selling each other out just to get some butter biscuits. Despicable.
Niggas out here tap dancing. I said tap dancing season is coming up. I'm going to repeat that several times. Tap dancing season is coming up. 2024 is around the corner. The next election cycle is coming to its conclusion. So you know there's going to be some cross-continental cooning, buffooning, and pandering from the white liberals and Democrats towards potential black voters. The blacks like myself, I'm black. We're not siding with Joe Biden. Nope. We're not siding with Joe Biden. We just let niggas know that right now. I got to bring some sanity to this because this nigga's talking about blood sacrifices and all this type of shit. And this, it's, this is just getting out of pocket. I'm not going to lie to y'all. The fuck? Okay, so we're gonna open up. It's like it's like this is not. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that since World War One, we've mm-hmm. been taught by the Indians and all this whole other shit how to you know take skin people and wear their faces to infiltrate the family. These <laughs> and this, this, that, and the other. Now we've come. What the fuck is this nigga even talking about? Like, bro. Come on, brother. Come on, family. The art of exchanging spirits, trading spirits. So it's supposed to be hard to identify. But when it comes down to it, this this world of Hollywood, this wicked world is what they call it. Some people call it Hollywood. You know, it is. Um, it is. You can you can literally go. To- I myself have been using that term for at least 10 years. <laughs> I've been using the term Holly Weird for 10 years. Shout out to Yash Kara. He had a documentary back when he had seven stages. I think he still does have seven, seven stages. I got to I gotta look that up. But he was dropping documentaries on YouTube, Yash Kara. And I lie to you not. Like We already played... We already played a good amount, so if y'all don't know who I'm talking about and y'all didn't check out those episodes, y'all should check them shits out because the nigga be blacking the fuck out. Um, you know, all these niggas mention this, you know, type of weird shit. People like Yash Kara, even though a person may say, like, oh man, he's lying, he sounds more credible than Orlando Brown. This nigga sounds burnt. Hollywood and you, if you open your eyes, it will manifest to you. They'll be right there in front of you. Burnt. The people who are trading. The people who are the and... people who are on the walls, the people who are idolized <laughs> are laying in their vomit on Hollywood Boulevard. And <laughs> you have to open your eyes. It's done right in front of us. See? And if you're willing to sell your soul, you know, then you'll be right there too. Is this the Illuminati? Well, it's not my family. It's not my family. <laughs> I, I can't blame that on me and my family, okay. but I can't blame it on others. I could blame it on those that, that caused the harm on themselves by coming to the Illuminati and trying to sacrifice themselves and Damn. to get ahead. The fuck is this nigga? You. Those people. You. Whoa. I mean, there's a lot of talk about it, Tweaking. you know, on YouTube. You know, we call it the wormhole of YouTube. Tweaking. Shame. Shame on you. But to hear you as a child star. Pimp up, pimp up, pimp up, oh, 
Jesus, that, that is cringe. Mm-hmm. Absolute cringe. I just want to. I want to point that out. If I heard that, it, if a kid were to hear that in school today, I mean, he's the first one to get hit, man. School shooter. He's the first one to get hit. Those cringy ass rap lyrics. Oh my God, Lord help us. Cringy ass rap lyrics, Lord. Jesus. These people are doing whatever they got to do to stay alive and to ensure that their throne is kept. Is kept. <laughs> what are you pushing into the skin? Well, you push in whatever the facialist would like to insert into your pores. But what is it? It is an extraction from a, um, a, a, um, a piece of skin uh, that came from a young person um, far, far away, and they somehow figured out how to extract. It's it's foreskin from a Korean baby. It's- Yo. Shit is getting very spooky right now. I'm letting y'all niggas know right now. This shit is getting very, very... I gotta turn the heat on. I'm, I got the chills. This is giving me the chills. Pause. Shit is getting very spooky right now. But I'm going to tell you something. We're not done with this episode. This will just be the end of segment one. Y'all stay tuned. Segment two is coming up now to be continued. All right. So segment two, I think the woman that was talking was Sandra Bullock, which, by the way, um, MILF lore, mature lore, bad bitch alert, bad white bitch alert. Shout out to... uh, What's that bitch name? Sandra Bullock. Oh, my God. I guarantee y'all she's still attractive today. The uh, blindside bitch. Y'all know. Y'all seen blindside. She she white. Black movie about the big guy. You know, the big guy playing football. He black. Y'all know. Her. Jeez. But anyway, a lot of spooky things is going on. Um, they talking about they got foreskin from from Asian whatever I don't even know what's going on wild shit I don't know I don't know that's not none of my business I I, I warn how I warn when you know you 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 can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink okay you understand what I'm saying and and, and they're not finna turn me into no horse I I about to him into no damn horse. I am done. Ain't nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? But 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 bring but bring this up. The, the souls needed, not the souls wanting. But what the fuck is he talking about? Yeah, referring to what? Uh, you know, the, the selling of the souls and all that bullshit. Like in the rap game. In in industry period. Like what? In the industry. In the industry. Period. Now, when he says things like this, this is things that a lot of the so-called conspiracy theorists would pay attention to. Now, a lot of people will go, well, what side do you stand on? (coughs) I allow interpretation, but I also allow logic. Saying that there is 
a industry in every industry there is a group of people that have to do certain things to get to a next level rather than it kind of makes sense if you think about it because why would they just allow a stranger someone who's just based on talent come up because if someone's just based on talent coming up he's going to be pretty much like Orlando Brown right speaking out but at the same time It's not the fact that he's speaking out. It's what he's speaking out about. And a lot of things he says can be credited, but a lot of things are also discredited. Some people will say, I look at it as sort of the Charleston White effect, where you say important things, but the only thing you're known for is crashing out and doing dumb shit, Uh, pepper spraying niggas and dumb shit like that. You know what I mean? Or like Orlando Brown is only known for saying like crazy out of pocket shit that people don't believe in rather than say maybe this person has issues. Also, he could have issues based on the shit he's been through. Allegedly. You know, nigga. You feel like a lot of people selling their soul and like to get what they want basically. We all know that, yeah. We're not gonna play stupid. You know what I'm saying? We know what's up. Unless you wouldn't do it. You feel me? So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, uh, like see, I don't I don't have a problem with, I, I don't have a problem with who I, who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, like me, I don't fucking play. And everybody know it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, 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 me, I'm here as a tool. I'm using the tool. I'm, I'm a teleportation device for those that... All right, so he's used, he's a tool. He's used as a tool. But who's using him? Is the Most High using him? Something you should ask yourself. He considered himself a tool, so. I want to look up Orlando Brown for a second just to see what's the latest with Orlando Brown. How about that, huh? Um, You know, like how at the end of the movies... Like one of the good movies when they tell you what a person's doing like 10 years or if a person dies two years later or some shit like that. It's like one of these situations, except we hope that uh, Orlando Brown doesn't die. I'm just saying, you know, what is he doing? What is he up to today? Right. Let's look at Orlando Brown's net worth, although I'm not going to be surprised that it's not much. Yo, that's fucked up. Yo, this nigga. <laughs> yo, that's sick, bro. Yo, they yo, this is from celebritynetworth.com. Orlando Brown, July 11, 2023. So this is very recent. Orlando Brown is an American rapper or American artist, rap artist and musician who has a net worth of $2,000. Orlando Brown is better known. It doesn't even finish it. Net worth, $2,000. Film career, uh, Brown made his big screen debut in a 1995 military comedy, Major Pain. Like I said before, that was I, that was his first movie. Um, he's 35. He's my age. His birth... Wait, is, wait, what is today? Oh, his birthday is December 4th, so... Shout out to Orlando Brown. I mean, damn, man. 2000 That's net worth? 
Yo, that's sick. They got this nigga living. Yo, I know niggas on welfare that live better than this nigga. On God. I'm not joking. On God. That's, that's, whoa, that's crazy. On God. Yo, that's wild. Basuda. Need the sharp And if they don't want it, if they don't want truth, then, then don't look me in my eye. There he is. Because I'm going to tell you exactly what the fuck you want to hear about yourself, myself, and everybody else in the room. So what about that uh, Jay Z album? You ain't listen to that? That nigga is. I can't stand that nigga. We got the same birthday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a hand in front of your face. She's like, you need to know it's not. It's, it's a mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it's, it's all of this. All of this. If it's right in front of your face, if it looks, smells, feels that that, that, that it is what it is, then nigga, that's what it is. I'm not gonna let nobody keep telling me something repetitiously, and and watch them and watch them. You know, uh, uh, basically rip, rip down the the, the 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 image of our people. Nigga, you a bitch for that shit. Real shit. I already said fuck Jay-Z. Damn. Orlando, come out with your hands up. I already said fuck <laughs> And then I said it like this. I said, uh, 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 fuck Con, fuck Jay-Z, I'm the new Don, and Neo was there, what the fuck these hoes on? <laughs> I suck the dick every day like the nigga Trey Song. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. Yo, what the fuck? Whoa. Oh shit. Oh, I'm not shit. the one to fuck with right now. Them niggas heard that shit. I recorded that shit two years ago. Feel me? Ain't nobody come calling my phone, but I can call theirs when I want to. I'm going to the house, bro. Okay, that's a that's a long outro. Um, yeah, that's a crash out. That's a crash out from uh Orlando Brown. I was expecting him to get into more things, but this was just a terrible compilation. I'm not going to lie. It was just a terrible compilation. Everything was mixed up, and I wasn't a fan of it. But um, I know a lot of y'all niggas don't say he's bugging. I think he's bugging. But when it comes to certain things that he mentions, there happens to be with a lot of these people, right? They put a lot of truth into their music. They put a lot of truth into their information, but it's all covered up with lies and it's covered up with emotions. And you know how he said the white man's against them and flats the devil and that whole, um, that whole, uh, field nigger mentality. That's, that's a field niggers mentality. Um, where you you only deal with outsiders and you won't get inside information. If you only deal with outsiders, how are you going to get inside information? You know what I mean? Um, especially if you're dealing with somebody like Vlad who's who's paid to know about the people that he's interviewing. It, I, I, I still find it funny that he can get guys like Lord Jamal You know what I'm saying? He can get people like Lord Jamal in there. And he talks about the hip-hop world and the hip-hop industry and what he thinks about Eminem and shit like that. And that's like as black as you get when it comes to niggas and music. You know what I mean? New York niggas, real solid New York niggas, Long Island niggas, Brooklyn niggas, Queens niggas, Five Borough niggas in general, Staten Island niggas. Harlem niggas. See what I mean? What a mess. Now we're going to get into the fuckery. Now we will get into the fuck 
Uri. Uh, Diddy head of security is ready to tell all, allegedly. We're going to try to get into where uh, Act talks about Diddy so we don't have to go through a crazy intro. But shout out to King Academics. Although this is from the Academy, I think. Uh, subscribe to both channels. I just wanted to go over this shit because this shit was crazy. I was listening to this maybe like 15, 20 minutes before I started recording. So, well, I started recording the first time. Good mic check, mic check, mic. Oh, your dick. Whoa, whoa, I don't whoa, whoa. think that's really going to last when you're competing with so many people now and so many things that might not even be silly that... You know, people try to adhere to in war or sometimes in in, in geo crisis. You know what I mean? Uh, global geo crisis. Hey, if you negotiate with this terrorist group, you're about yeah. So they, they try not to. Well, if you really think about and break it down, peel back the layers of why that is a thing. And you don't think about terrorists, actual terrorists. Once you show that all right, you all right, all right, are, all right, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. I would just shake my head when he come out. All right, bet. All right, now he's going in. I think this is one of the security guys. I don't think this is uh, Gene Dill. I think it's the other guy. I don't know his name. Hopefully, we find out shortly. Now, Cassie just took that lid off. So, every accusation seems believable. But now, we know he paid. So, what's going to happen right now is that everybody's saying, whoa, 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 whoa. You ain't cutting that check over there without giving me a check. Now, a guy who's been quiet, and by the way, he did an interview before, but didn't even get near to speaking on any of the things that Cassie claimed because he, he did an interview with Vlad before. The head security at the time, and it's not Gene Deal. Gene Deal was before the Cassie time. So Gene Deal was around the Biggie time and continuing up to J-Lo. Cassie comes in around like 2004, 2006. But this guy was the head of security. His name is the Roger Bonds, at the real Roger Bonds. Okay, Roger Bonds. All right. He's been dropping hints, saying, "Yo, he finna spill the tea." Now I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you because he's trying to do the Cassie approach. He's basically saying, what "Hey, just give me y'all the heads up. Y'all niggas ain't take care of me." So, what do y'all think about this, guys and ladies? If y'all listening, what do y'all think about this? Where? A security guard who may or may not have been held back with a um, MDA. Is it MDA? I believe. An agreement to not, um, you know, to pretty much disclose everything that you currently see in your everyday life. Right. So the things you do, it's like being a a fucking fed. Right. Like you're not going to tell people, hey, I'm a fed. Hey. How's it going? That's why niggas like uh, Myron Gaines already knew he was suspect. Already knew he was a bit wacky from the door. This nigga telling Fed stories. Like, nigga ain't trying to hear that. Fuck, I want to hear about Feds running down on niggas for. What type of animal behavior is that? That's unacceptable. I'm finna spill it. He's been giving hints for three days now. Nigga and shit. today he dropped Conan. his biggest hint of all, which means if Diddy not at Western Union right now trying to figure <laughs> out how they going to get him the money, something's going to happen. But this was uh, one of the uh, hints he dropped 
Coon it was like a day and a half ago, two days ago. It's easy. People say, well, why did you stay? Or why did you allow? Or why did you um keep going? Why did you keep going to work? Why do you keep paying your kids school fees? Why? You can't just walk away. It's people that hate being sanitation workers. It's people that hate being police. But why do they still be the police? Because they got bills to pay. This is America. Ain't nothing free. So sometimes you got to stay places even though you don't want to. Now take that. People ask. Okay. It's easy. Now, like many that have to do with Diddy, they all speak in cults. These niggas got some Game of Thrones, House of Cards type of communication. <laughs> but if you ask me, he's sending smoke signals to Diddy saying, hey, hey, Playboy, you know, I ain't rat you out yet, right? Coon Lords. But don't don't think Coonan. I won't. Coonan. You see how you're taking care of the people? Mm. You hear what TVD said? Mm. Brother Love, show some love. Damn. Also, that's what, that's what you should also realize. When you spend years taking advantage of your power and financial resources to keep people quiet, to manipulate people, to have that sense of power over them. You really don't have loyalty. Mm. And it goes back to a very famous saying, and, and I know I coined this, this saying, even though I see a couple people try to jack it. Actually, was this, I forgot my own saying. What the... I said, oh, oh, a nigga is only as loyal as his last meal. Damn. If you ain't feed him last, expect no loyalty. A nigga is only as loyal as his last meal. You ain't the last one to feed him. Expect no fucking loyalty, man. So it's been a while since Roger Bonds got a check from Diddy. So now he's looking like it, you got a chance to shut me up. Well, I'm about to speak. Anyway, Cooney. he sent that smoke signal out. And then today, today, by the way, keep in mind, if if you were unsure he was talking about Diddy, he posted this up. This is him pictured with Diddy. And he said this. At one time, I would have taken a bullet for this man. Those that know me, that's true. What happened? People say, yo, why are you saying that? Why are you saying this? One reason is because you can't do nothing else unless you want to end up in jail. Okay, I don't get what that means. Because you can't do nothing else. Oh. Oh, he's saying he can't do anything else unless he want to go to jail. So nobody worried about their kids when I had them. I mean, nobody. Where's the loyalty at when it's my son? Damn. You want me to have loyalty to someone who couldn't tell me, here's a hundred thousand? I may not can go, but I ran. Sure. What the fuck? Is this Meek Mill typing? I ran sure can make sure he has his legal team, but I'll give some strangers three million. Okay. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just take that to mean yo, he's seen that Diddy's cutting checks and he's fucking hurt. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know what I mean? Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, how you're giving other people money, but I needed you for my own situation with my son and you couldn't help me? Eliminate it. Fuck out of here. My truth, my story, my life. Two faces coming soon. Oh, you didn't think I would talk about it. Well, watch me. Damn. No good. 
So this guy, he's announced his intention. He's going back. Then this is a video today where he directly name drops Cassie. It comes a time when you're in a situation that may seem like a good situation, but if you're not waking up happy, or if you disgruntled, or you really don't want to be around that person, you find every excuse to get out of there. And I got diabetes. So my excuse was, I can't be with you every day. I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm losing weight. I'm doing that. But in reality, it was, I was sick. I was sick of you. I was sick of everything that was going on around you. I was sick of having to cover up everything that you did. Mm. That's, I was sick. Remember what I said in the beginning and... And God bless the skills that I have, ironically, unironically enough, to say what I said in the beginning, not realizing I would come to this part where I said these security guards are the crash test dummies of a lot of these celebrities. Think about um, think about somebody like a Charleston White. All right. Regardless of how he say he is, he can't go to certain places without people around him. Some form of security. And that's understandable. That's with anybody going in any area. Um, <clears throat> niggas want to talk about checking in and all that shit. To each his own. You know what I mean? Um, all that shit, though, going to places by yourself when you're at a certain level, like, that's just stupid. I remember back in like the 2000s, right? Was it the 2000s? Niggas was getting a chain snatched within the 2000s. Because in the 90s, in the 90s, it was kind of a thing where if a nigga had a chain or if a nigga was a rapper with a chain, he was kind of known for being like a street guy. So most niggas wouldn't even try it. But in the 2000s, man, niggas was getting their chains snatched. They was shout out to Detroit. They was banning niggas from coming to Detroit. Niggas didn't listen. Niggas showed up to Detroit, got robbed. A lot of the shit was in TMZ. Shout out to Trick Trick. Shout out to the OG Trick Trick. You dig? All right. A lot of people know that this shit was going down. Um, 2010, niggas was just getting shot. In the 2010s, niggas was just getting killed. So instead of niggas snatching chains, they was out here snatching spirits. These niggas was out here serving, serving Satan. Performing black magic, killing another black man. She spoke on it. She said, yeah, I jumped on it. I jumped in between it. That wasn't the only time. So what Cassie had mentioned his name in, in the lawsuit is that he intervened in a brutal beatdown by Diddy. Whoa. He basically stopped it. So he's now hinting. By the way, keep in mind, Diddy must have not reached out yet. Yikes. Every video. Yikes. Yeah, this is what I mentioned earlier. So this security guard, unlike Gene Dill, which I which I was mistaken earlier, I thought this was after uh, Biggie, but this was during the time of Biggie. Um, yeah, let's continue. Does he's giving out a little bit more. Remember what we told you, by the way, oh, it's, as I see some people say W extortion tactic. Everything that we've seen about these situations, it feels like we like the truth, and this is all legend, but it seems like the truth might be way more devious than even the shit we heard. Because I think Cassie didn't overplay her hand. 
I know some people think she did by going public, but I think she underplayed it by saying, I ain't going to talk about the other shit about you being gay. I ain't going to talk about this, these other things that I can talk about. I'll leave that for the juicy parts if you want to play hardball. But I let people know enough that should get you spooked to get you to the bank. So I don't think that Cassie told it all. I think Cassie was a tip of the iceberg. You hear him? It took him four videos and a couple of posts to say, hey, that one incident Cassie mentioned that I stepped in when you were beating her ass wasn't the only one. It was other times and it was other people. Hmm. It comes a time. There it goes. Now, if we're speaking on security guards, Gene Deal, the former security guard, he's still talking. All right. Art of dialogue. Salute to you. He he got, I don't know, he got he got Gene Deal like Gene Deal is his boosie right now. Uh here we go. Is it this one? All right, now I think he's going through uh, Gene Dill's uh, interview, talking a bit about this. I can hear it in the suite. And I hope. <laughs> so he's talking about the free calls and beat us. We all know what the song is. <laughs> Yo, the freak offs and beatdowns act. Come on, brother. The freak offs and beatdowns. Yeah, that's going to be sorry, man. Shout out to act. Definitely snapping that. Yo, I'm dead, bro. Freak offs and beatdowns. Well, this is the crash out Coliseum, first and foremost. So let me save that. Crash out Coliseum. Freak offs. And beatdowns. Crash out Coliseum. Freak offs and beatdowns. Wow. Do you recall any other time? Dobby Foel. You said, was Gene Deal ever on the NDA? He says no. He also spoke on NDA saying that the artists were the ones that kind of got the NDAs. And I guess there must have been a time that there wasn't NDAs. And that's why he was, uh, he claims that Diddy was trying to entice those artists with publishing to sign one in post. So I'm guessing the security guards never signed NDAs. Which, by the way, if anybody you should want to sign NDAs, security guards drivers, maids, the people who will be in the room, but be quiet because they're doing their job. Hmm. Um, that her and Diddy got into it? Well, I could hear it in the suite, in the hotel suite, and then sometimes when I went, when, he, when Kim lived on 70th something street, and I would go upstairs with Diddy, you could hear the shit in the hallway. <laughs> and I would just shake my head when he come out. Freak off. DC produced a great question. He said, was security hired by a third-party company? Sometimes that happens, right? If I go to Vegas, like I went to Vegas, I went to Yachty's, 
Well, he's the point he's trying to make. I don't believe. No, Diddy had his own security, man. A nigga like Diddy, come on, man. A nigga like Diddy has his own security. Now, other people who may not make as much as Diddy, but is on the same level, not in terms of reputation, but in terms of credibility and things like that, without the rocky reputation, they may have, you know, third party security where they go places. Like if let's say I'm going to Dallas. Let's say I'm going to Dallas. If I have people, if if there's people already set up for me to be security, that's third party. The people that I'm going to, I'm putting my faith, and this is essentially what it breaks down to, right? I'm putting my faith in the people in Texas to protect me within Texas. Or, in my opinion, what Diddy was doing, Diddy had his own security guards. And, you know, he had he probably had security guards and people he rolled with before even Biggie's situation. But I think more of that is behind the scenes and not on camera. You know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion. Oh, I don't know. no. I didn't fly with my security. Need a security to go to the show with me. Hit my Vegas guy. He has a team of a network of security guys. He gave me a security. So, yo, security's going to pull up. All right, we're going to skip over this a little bit because we're already 30 minutes into this. All right. There's a lot of after parties for a lot of different reasons. There's after parties. If we doing it at the hotel after we do a party. Whoa. Uh, there's after Whoa. parties after the after party. Whoa. Why does that sound like some R. Kelly shit? After the show is some after party. Believe it or not, that was Jay-Z alongside R. Kelly. A lot of people forget the Best of Both Worlds album. A lot of people would like to forget. Let me just say that. Let me correct myself. A lot of people would like to forget the Best of Both Worlds album with Jay-Z and R. Kelly. But yes, that was an album. And it was actually a smash. It was a banger. Um, the Fiesta shit. Fiesta, Fiesta, Fiesta. Fiesta, Fiesta. That shit, that shit, that shit slapped. I ain't gonna lie, man. But, um, R. Kelly, that's all I gotta say. The end. You know what I mean? Pee on you, drip, drip, drip. You know what I mean? Piss on you, R. Kelly. Yeah, that guy. Disgraciad. After the show, is the after party in. After the party, it's, it's the hotel lobby in. <laughs> right, right. The party party, nigga. I guess the, um, the one people talk about is the party after. party. Not the party party. Ugh. Well. Ugh. Those will be trifling when him and somebody that he needs something from. Hmm? Whoa. Wants something from. Whoa! And he'll get those girls, and he'll line them up with him. With him? And they'll all go in the same room, and by the end of the, the next morning... Freak off. He done got what he need and got what he want. Nine times out of ten, he done put those people in a position, in an awkward situation, that they're going to have to give him what he wants. Go down. Interesting. Um, so, let me try to decipher what I'm trying to hear. 
okay, maybe they're saying, like, I know niggas, like, for example, this happens in Miami a lot, right? You go to Miami, and sometimes a nigga wants to do business with you, or sometimes he wants to entice you in, okay, he wants you, like, I don't know, it's probably some business shit, right? He wants to benefit from your celebrity, your talent, whatever the case is, and a lot of times, when, a lot of times for most men, we're weak to the flesh, so you might you might look at me and be like, man, fuck out of here, man. I'll... Now, who said that before? Let's be honest. Who said that before? We're tempted by the flesh. Who said this before? People. I'm just saying. Conspiracy. Fuck about that type of shit. Conspiracy. Like, like, Explain you a business like, fuck out of here, blah, blah. Conspiracy. You know the easiest way for him to get you to give his idea a chance? It's for him to bring over a bunch of chicks that's gonna fuck you, and now you associate them. Not if you're spiritually grounded, but then again, you're talking about the music industry, so different situation, I guess. Definitely a different playing field, you know. Especially if you're going, if you're going to a Diddy party, party, if you're going to an annual freak off where they're spending like. $14,000 $14,000 on lube and, and, and fucking baby oil. Yo. May God have mercy on your soul. That's despicable. That's despicable. Nigga, this nigga just brought over some. He brought me a good time. Now you like. I'm, I'm trying to use a, like an actual example. I think y'all know what I mean. Like, like, unfortunately, women get used like that. Right, it, it becomes a thing of oh, okay, shit. Like play this. If I if, if if I'm trying to sign an artist, you bring the artist through, you get twenty bitches to come to you. Be like, yo, listen, when you see that nigga right there, I don't care which one of y'all he want. Who said this before? Now, I've, now, now I'm getting kind of irritated because I have said this weeks ago, right? Where it's like, how do you get a man? I've said, and I'll prove it to you. I've said this before, right? All right. How do you entice a man into a record company? You get a bunch of bitches. How do you entice a woman into a record company or into, you know, that position? You you give her the opportunity or put her in a position where there's nothing but money in front of her and the endless opportunity to get it as long as she giving up some booty. The hoes are the it's funny because we we skip past it. We the reason why I skip past it because a lot of bitches is selling pussy anyway, regardless. So, so it ain't it ain't really that big of a deal for a bitch to give up some twat in order to get somewhere and be successful. Or to get that shine or to get that spotlight from the people who control the light, the so-called light bearers, the Illuminati, the evil light bearers. Um, you get you get to be put in that spotlight, and a lot of times it's temporary, just so the person gets more used to the heinous, treacherous activities that involves you know her doing what she got to do to get to the next level. Is Diddy like one of those people that have that empire? I'm not saying he does. I'm not saying he doesn't, but it's. It's noteworthy. Fuck with. Y'all gotta, like, y'all gotta do what they gotta do. Even if they're prostitutes, y'all gotta do what you gotta do. I, I got y'all. He need to have a good time. 
when he had the time of his life in the morning, you're gonna be like, yo, damn it, that shit was lit. It's like, yeah, no, of course. Yo, listen, this is what happens when you come fuck with us over here. Yo, listen, I'm gonna have my party party. Thing, but now he's thinking, all right, bet. Yeah, I'm about to say. So I'm wondering if women were being used like that by Diddy. The only part I'm confused if that was the case is that they even mentioned the old I want to say that the idea that he had all of the women that he was dealing with doing this shit to me is absurd. And I also want to point out that Cassie was not, I mean, Diddy was controlling over Cassie, but did Diddy really have a relationship with Cassie? I don't think so. I think she stuck around. Um, because look at it like this, right? And I mentioned this before in the very beginning, and I don't take it back. Um, if Cassie really wanted to expose Diddy, she would have kept that. She would have kept her word for the cause of what she originally said she was going to do it for, and would have just stuck around. You know what I'm saying? But she took that money. A lot of people said she should, and for the shit she went through, who am I to fucking judge? But it also goes to show you that, you know, through this act, you have other people that feel that they're entitled to his money for holding them down, possibly when everything was going down. And what's the result now? You see all these uh, former security guards. Now, if an ex-girlfriend comes out outside of Cassie, then I think, I mean, it's already looking bad for him, but I think the only way that it gets worse is if more people come out and directly go after Diddy. But now, I guess with that being said, what what would y'all expect to happen in that situation? So somebody else comes out and says, Diddy's done this and that. We probably wouldn't get a clear, we probably wouldn't have got a clearer case or a clearer look inside of a case than the Cassie and Diddy situation. You know, um, J-Lo, ironically enough, she's not saying nothing. She probably never experienced Diddy in that way at all. And it's believable that um, Diddy dealing with um, Beyonce kind of, not not Beyonce, my bad, dealing with, uh, what the, dealing with J-Lo kind of knew better. But who knows? I'm black. With Ja Rule, and they said that Diddy's baby mama or ex-girlfriend, who's the Sarah Chapman woman? Let me Google her. I'm drinking chat, so you gotta chat. All right, we're going to fast forward a little bit more into this interview. It's already close to 8.05. It's 8.01 right now. Hold on. Moms. Yeah, you wouldn't want your baby mama like thing. So I'm going back to this Diddy shit and how homie's explaining it. He says if Diddy wanted something from you, Diddy would bring a bunch of women. And by the end of the night, I don't know if it's because you had a good time or whatever the case is. Again, I'm assuming he doesn't seem to be mentioned like no gay shit. So maybe Diddy's just bringing a bunch of bitches for you to fuck or... I don't know, having some free... I mean, realistically, if you're thinking about the quote-unquote industry, that's kind of how they get you in, right? Now, this goes back to what I said originally. Shout out to academics, though. 
you know, of course, he's obviously in that spotlight. But God damn, I said this shit previously. But in a prior situation, I mean, if you're if you're being honest, um, what I've said before about enticing um, sort of these entertainers and these, you know, want to be celebrities. I'm not saying that in a negative way, like people who really want to be celebrities and rappers and shit. And they, they get enticed by these high level execs and, you know, hip hop moguls and shit and people in the industry. That's how they're going to get them. If you're a guy, you know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to try to entice you with a few women. All right. Now it's not as I want, I want y'all to, I want y'all to think about it. It's not going to be as organized as you think. You got to meet you got to meet these uh, executives. They don't got to meet you. You got to meet them. So you're going in to their offices, right? Where they can have anybody around, you know. A woman comes out of nowhere, runs into you. Hey, hey, how you doing? And I'm this and that. Like, you know, just to try to entice you. Um the lady in red, right? Just to try to, you know, tempt you, get you off guard. I don't think, um, cause like, like, cause this is how I look at it directly. Um, with Diddy, I don't think Diddy, in a lot of ways, he could be a gatekeeper. I think he's definitely a gatekeeper, um, because a lot of people in all forms of pop culture talk about P. Diddy's parties. Um, they had the white party. You, know, you remember the white party that they had? Like, Diddy has that reputation for parties outside of all of the crazy shit that's going on now. But even then, there was only a few people that pointed out some shit that he was doing and going, yo, man, he was doing some gay shit. Very few. Until now. As engagement that he knows you're going to like with like girls, maybe you couldn't fuck without him. Right. And now you're like, damn, Diddy's that guy. Oh, shit. I got to fuck with him type shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really just like thinking. <laughs> Nigger mode. What do you mean by that? Go more into detail about you. Nigger mania. The blacks. I don't want to go back to this, man, because it, 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 it is it's difficult to go back to. The blacks. But when he took D-Rock out. That Blacks. was Big's man, Pots and Pan. And D-Rock understood. I made it clear to him. Don't be nowhere where me and Puff is at while we in Cali. Y'all don't come nowhere. D-Rock shook my hand and said, bet that. I come to find out years later through a statement that Clark mm-hmm. Kent made that D-Rock and Puff made plans to take Big to that party at the museum that Big lost his life. Damn. That came out Super, du- super producer, executive, Clark Kent's mouth. So now, I mean, Act doesn't mention this, which says a lot, and I'll just leave it there. 
Act mentions everything else about the situation with Cassie. That might be his only focus with, you know, the things going on with Diddy. But this is something very important to point out, especially a lot of the old heads back in the day that would say, you know, Puffy definitely got Biggie killed and there was animosity. And the same people that said that were also the idiots that said that Suge Knight got Tupac killed. That's not to say, though. Let me just say this. That's not to say that because Suge Knight didn't get Pac killed, that Suge Knight wouldn't have got Pac killed. You understand what I'm saying? And even if the case of Diddy's situation with Biggie didn't end this way, it would come a time that it would probably end this way. But I don't know too much about the conspiracy behind Biggie. Tupac shit was kind of like just a a phenomenon just for years, man. Just for years, people always ask the question. I knew that to be true because Puff took D-Rock out. Damn. And had a swinging thing. Allegedly. With Sally Richardson and her girlfriend while we was in California. So when I'm talking about that's what I mean. Put people in situations, do some things, and get what he want. Because he had been trying to get big out that whole time we was in Cali. Whoa, and allegedly. He never showed up to nothing. Allegedly. But the place to where he lost his life. At. Damn. And the video shoots and the studio. So that's what I mean. Okay. My boys did another interview real quick. And, and hang on, Gene, Gene Deal. This is almost like Gene Deal's channel, damn it. Uh, so Aaron Holt. And you know what's funny? This is what I find interesting, right? So I mentioned this thing with, with like the industry where how they would entice, you know, the artists, right? Once again, with the men, they're going to go directly after their temptation. So they're going to get the women, you know, and this was kind of like a honey badger Diddy, this reverse sort of honey badger effect that Diddy had on particular artists, allegedly, to where he can entice them with women, get them to do that, and then say, hey, we got a party coming up this weekend. And then you show up and it's him and a bunch of male execs. That's when you get popped. They're going to pop you. And I'm not talking about they're going to pop you with the pistol, man. They're going to pop you in the booty. They're going to pop that butt. Despicable. Disgusting, man. They're going to pop that butt. Disgusting. Hold up. Let me play this again. Just so y'all understand. Hold up. You can't make it to the real party because somewhere, if, you, if you're if not a homosexual, they got, they got a filtering out process. Despicable. That's a nigga. One more time, one more time, one more time. You can't make it to the real party because somewhere if you if you're not a homosexual, they got they got a filtering out process. Wow. White people smell like dogs. Whoa, I didn't mean that. Whoa, hold up. We play that again? That's Tucker. Tucker shot. Hold up. White people smell like dogs. Whoa. Tucker, relax. Peppin, relax. The reason why Aaron Hall is so important is that Aaron Hall 
turned out to be like the freak boy out of like that. The freak boy. Yo, cut it out. Stop, bro. The freak boy? Hold up. You work for Zaddy, right? (laughs) The freak boy? You work for Zaddy, right? I crash out over this shit, nigga. You don't play with me like that, nigga. Yo, this shit is getting wild zesty. Stories about him, Diddy, Freak Boy, other Yo, people, whoa, like whoa. Diddy doing some crazy shit. But he whoa. spoke on it on interviews. He used to be one of the guys who didn't give a fuck. He would just say it, right? Like you've never heard Diddy ever speak on some freak shit, like on some interview shit. Aaron Hall used to talk about it. He used to be like, "Yo, these niggas see me fuck. They know I got a little. They know I got a mole by my left nut." Whoa, and they know, like, whoa, my body whoa. do the, the Harlem Shake when I bust. Like, they be saying all type whoa. of shit. Like, he was naming, which, by the way, if you ever go back to that, his interview with Vlad when he was talking about the people who watched him fuck, it was all the niggas who we all thought was suspect anyway. Damn. <laughs> that was, that, that's what made it even crazier. Damn. All the suspect niggas know how we fuck. Did he? <laughs> I ain't gonna name the others, but y'all know what it is. Y'all, you, you know, some niggas be like, no, them niggas straight. All of them knew how he fucked. Which, which now when you, you think gay? about, it, I'm like, maybe why I'm are you gay? Why are you gay? Booty by my Gene Deal. Happy to have you back on the platform, my guy. Man, did I ever go anywhere? <laughs> I'm here. Uh, let's go. <laughs> hey, man, I had to bring you back on the platform, man. Two more victims came forward, so hey, man, I had to bring you back on, man, to get your opinion. So I want to get right into it. One of the victims, she alleges that, you know, Diddy and Aaron Hall back in 1991 took turns raping her. What's she Whoa. Doing? Whoa, 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 whoa. We're talking about passing around raping bitches? Stop it. Stop. Yo, cut it out. Yo, this is too much. We thought Tate, we thought Tate with the so-called uh, human trafficking Tate with the so-called human trafficking charges was enough. Not this time. These niggas is passing bitches around. Raping? Despicable. 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 Because the New York state law has made rape uh, just like murder, there's no statute of limitation. A lot of people going to be coming out those woodwork, charging these guys who did things like she said that they did way back when. Now, uh, Cassie has already proved that Puff is capable of doing what this girl said. Now, did he do her? Don't know that. Aaron Hall? Don't know him either, brother, but I know of him. He was a good friend of my family, K. Slay, but uh, I learned from him. Rest in peace to K. Slay. Uh, some stuff about him from K. But I learned something from him directly by Gloria Velez herself. You know, she told me that uh, he was dealing with her when she was 16 years old, I think she made a statement to everybody else. But it was this particular time that what? I learned something from him directly by Gloria Velez herself. You know, she told me that uh, he was dealing with her 
when she was 16 years old. I think she made a statement to everybody else, but it was this particular time that I was bodyguarding this individual, uh, Scott Storch, and we was at Thanksgiving dinner. Scott Storch, those that don't know, Scott Storch, known producer. I for, he did a lot of he did a lot of shit. Um, damn, I can't even remember. He did a he did a lot of shit for uh, Fat Joe. I think Scott Storch did a lot of shit for Terror Squad. I believe he did a, a couple things down south as well. Um, known producer, he white, and um, he had Gloria Velez that he had gave her a Cartier watch as a gift. So. I'm bodyguarding him, and first we was at Kanye West party. This is no bullshit, bro. We was at Kanye West party in North Hollywood, and one of my dudes who, you know, he's a crip, he came over to me, he said, yo, Gene, um, my dudes is gonna come do something to your man. He's shining like that. I said, well, you know what that means, dog. He said, well, Gene, I'm going to get you 10 minutes to get him out of here. I said, bro, give me five. Damn. Get me out of here. So uh, Gloria Velez was with us. So then she going to say, you going to let your bodyguard tell you what to do? I'm like, yo, Scott, I'm gone. I'm at the door. So Scott came with me. We went uh, to the charter. So does this, did, I don't know what that would insinuate. Would that insinuate that she was trying to get him set up? I don't know what that really meant. I know that when a bodyguard is getting told information about, hey, the nigga that you guarding just give you a heads up. These niggas over here are peeking the jewelry that your guy has on. Because Scott Storch used to have a lot of jewelry. If you remember Scott Storch, you can look him up. You'll always see him with a chain, a watch on. Niggas iced out, always shining, right? So you get you get these niggas, these rich niggas, and you put them in an environment amongst wolves. You put them in the wolves den. You put them in a New York nightclub, and the only thing is shining is the niggas' jewelry, and you can see all the hate around them. I mean, that's that's not that's not good, man. That's a hyena in the lion's den. In Malibu, from there. So we get to the charter house. Uh, Yo, I swear. <laughs> Yo, salute to Vlad and Art of Dialogue for this. Let me tell you, man, every security guard got so much information. Remember when we were talking about... Remember when we were talking about... Um, Tory security guard? Remember Tory security guard? From what I heard, there was so much... Nuances. All right, we're gonna stop there. I'm not really too privy of Tory Lanez or anybody in that hip hop sphere at this point. I just wanted to go over a bit of that with just more and more information that's going out, and it's not just the same people. It's when you have different security guards coming out. If you have another security guard, then I think Diddy's in serious trouble. Gene Dill can expose the thing of his past. Excuse me. But he wasn't Diddy's bodyguard around the time he met Cassie. So 
the only person that would really matter at this point going forward is the guy who's claiming to speak up now about the issue. Uh, a couple of things would have to be asked. Um, I think Cassie had reached out to this guy or they have reached out because if you think about Cassie's situation, I think her husband was her uh, personal trainer, I believe, at one point. So she kind of reached out to it kind of seemed that she reached out to anybody who was, you know, able to make things happen. And, and maybe this was all a scheme. Maybe not. Who knows? Because for me, it just seems like, well, he's had to have conversations with her recently before deciding to come out unless he just said, fuck it. You know, it's my time to get a, you know, to get a paycheck. You know, these niggas is going to settle with 300,000. Let's be honest. This We talking about security. This nigga going to settle for 300,000 if it came down to it. I'm not saying that it will. Because the problem, I think this always becomes a problem. And I mentioned this before with a lot of women who kind of step out or who stand up after years of, you know, dealing with the effects. And I'm not and I'm not trying to make that lighthearted. I'm saying it's kind of difficult to equate whether something is sincere or not when something that you allege took place happened 20 or so years ago. At the same time, I understand why women get so offended by that for a man questioning that alone. But you would have to see things from from both perspectives. Um, when a man is outright accused of doing X, Y and Z, he is judged upon that right away. There's no chance for that guy to say, wait, y'all didn't give me a chance to explain myself or explain my side. When you pretty much have these motherfuckers willing to cut your dick off. That's all they want to do. They, they, they just want to cut your dick off. They're not trying to give you any any ground to stand on. They're not trying to give you any room to defend yourself. They're just trying to corner you and get you taken out. I think Diddy, guys like Diddy, not Diddy himself, but guys like Diddy kind of has a lot of the negativity coming for him. And the reason I say this is if you've been doing this shit for so many years and the fact that few people spoke up, it, it actually solidifies that. In fact, not only is, uh, did he possibly guilty, but the people who participate with him know exactly what he was doing. And this could be like sort of a hip hop Epstein without the, you know, child part, but like sort of the hip hop Epstein where the people that were around him knew about what he was doing to an extent. They knew what he was capable of to an extent. And their reason to stay in silent can simply break down to the fact that, hey, I wasn't around him like that. You know, I saw him at a couple parties, but I didn't see him in that setting. Other people, I believe that they're staying silent. I think a lot of celebrities, people that you wouldn't imagine were there. They can attest for a lot of the things, but why get involved? Um, the exception of the rule would be guys like, uh, 50 cent shout out to 50, um, you know, pointing out the fuckery, um, shout out the academics. All right. We played a little bit of that clip. I'm about to get ready to take my black ass back to work and finish this next hour and 30 minutes to get the fuck out.
You know, I'm hungry as hell. I didn't eat nothing all day. I've been drinking this herbal tea. I haven't ate nothing all day. I've been pissing all day. But it is what it is. Um, Yeah, we're almost at an hour here. I'll say a couple more things. I just find this situation to be interesting on a lot of on a lot of levels. Um, number one, what we have going on is we have sort of this plagiarized uh, explanation of what a quote unquote Illuminati is. You'll have guys who've been in those positions. Orlando Brown is not a scrub. It's just fucked up to know that he's only getting paid. His net worth is two thousand dollars. Like, dude, that's crazy. Two thousand, and this is this is of July twenty twenty three. That's crazy. But he's kind of been in those positions, and I think he may have saw a fair share of weird things. It's always been mentioned with the child celebrities, the Mouseteers. Uh, what do they call it? Is it called the Mouseteers with the um, the Mickey Mouse Club? You got Britney Spears. Um, you got Justin Timberlake. You got Christina Aguilera. I mean, we can just go into Disney itself. You got Miley Cyrus. You got Raven Simone. All right. You got Orlando Brown. What do all these people have in common? Well, of course, they're childhood stars, childhood celebrities, child celebrities, if that's what you want to call them. But I also believe that they are all individuals who've had rocky reputations. All within the same time period or within the same sort of timeline as one another. Because really, when you look at somebody like Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus is a good example because that's Hannah Montana. Like, people know Miley Cyrus. That's Hannah Montana. Children, like like teens today, not even teens, adults my age will still call her Hannah Montana because they actually grew up watching this shit. So when they see their idolized childhood superstar later on in life go on stage and twerk the little ass that she had. She was just shaking bones. God bless her. Ho was just shaking bone. What the? I don't know what the fuck that bitch was doing, but she was trying. It was one of those pivotal moments. Uh, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, what are they known for? Uh, tongue kissing on stage at the VMAs with Madonna, right? Mickey Mouse Club, anybody? Uh, this is all just coincidence. This is all conspiracy theory. So anyway, as I always say, it's the end of another day. So in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of The Crimson capsule chapel signing out peace oh and by the way i'm going to be working on something tomorrow morning well i'm going to be doing obviously two episodes um 
This episode was actually supposed to be short, but, you know, I was able to get a lot of things done today. Um, Tomorrow will probably be the same thing, except I will focus on doing a larger pause episode in the morning than later on at night. Although nighttime will still be around this time, hour and 50 something minutes, but I'm signing out. Peace.